When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn Johnson is recovering from the 50th birthday bash to end all 50th birthday bashes. 300 people at his palatial estate. A bar the size of the bars in Vegas. I've seen pictures. (laughs) All walks of life from all over the globe. All races and nationalities, creeds and colors, religions, genders, whatever you name it, they were all there. It was beautiful. It was a sea of humanity there, honoring the man they've come to know and love, just like you've come to know and love him, Keyshawn Johnson. How was the party, brother? The drunk Keyshawn Johnson. (laughs) It was good, man. It's been fun, Max. I was just, I forgot James Ferrier, Potsy was there. Remember James Ferrier? Of course. Linebacker from yeah. the Jets, drafted in 97, uh, played with me, and then he went to Pittsburgh. I forgot he was at my party. It just goes to show you. I remember him coming in, but then I just was looking at pictures, and I was like, oh, Potsy was there. Well, you kind of okay. telestrated some of the video for us earlier on the show, and you were like Marcellus is in the foreground, and then you could see you in the background. You were wearing red, and you were moving, let's say, at a deliberate pace across the screen. Yeah, if 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 I if I could have got a ticket, you know, if I could have gotten a ticket from walking like that, they'd have certainly gave me a ticket. I wouldn't have been able to pass the test. No, no, don't that's take for, the breathalyzer. Damn, no, yeah, no, no, no. refuse sure. on the ticket is refuse breathalyzer. You just take, cuff me and take me downtown because I'm not taking a breathalyzer, right? No, like one of those fun. situations. Man, the food was good, even mm. though I didn't get a chance to eat any of it. You didn't eat any of it. You didn't try Man, it. I a couldn't. Bit? I, you know. I don't know what happened, Max. I ordered a plate of, of tacos and stuff from Jorge's family mm-hmm. because I had a I had a barbecue station. I had wood-burning pizza. Uh, I brought in um, the Pizza Maker 101 North, and they came in and cooked french fries and pizza out of the wood fire. Then uh, I had the barbecue from Bledsoe, and then Jorge's family had all the taco stuff taken care of. And I got out the pool, and I remember going to Jorge's mom and saying, hey, make me, uh, can I get two chicken tacos? And then I left, and I never went back to pick them up. <laughs> so, you know, donuts, they ate up all my donuts. I had, you know, I bought like 100 donuts mm-hmm. for everybody, and I didn't, you know, it was a lot of stuff. Uh, I went out and got a deep freezer and went to the uh, the place where we get all the ice cream and we had everything from snow cones to, oh, man, you name it, like strawberry bir- It's like a kid's birthday party, but for yeah, grown-ups. For grown-ups. That's exactly what it was. You, you, like a bounce house, the whole thing, right? Like- I, was actually, I was actually going to get a bounce house and a, and a blow-up slide, but I, I wind up not doing it. That's the thing about L.A. that I discovered when I was out there. I, my, two of my kids were born out there, were getting raised out there. My oldest one was getting raised out there. And, and the birthday parties in L.A., 
because you can order a bounce house for like I forgot what it is for like a hundred bucks. They'll come yeah, and blow cheap. it up it's and not, take it's it not away. Expensive. And 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 that and you get a taco truck at your place. But yeah. that, that's the extent of the parties I would throw. A little bounce house for the kids, a taco truck, maybe a little icy thing or, or a ice cream thing. And that would be the thing. If I had 50 people over, that would be a ton, right? That would be like a big party. You had 300 people. Yeah, which was a, which was a huge party. And, and the crazy thing is the day of the party, I still was running around picking things up. You know, hey, we need to get this. Hey, we need to get that. So I was just running around. And where yeah, you live, got, if you got to go pick something up, you're in the car for a grip, right? It's not just like nah, down the block. Nah, it's five minutes. Five minutes. It's, it's not. It's still getting oh, in really? the vehicle. In uh, five minutes, huh? Yeah, it was five like, minutes oh. just to get out. First of all, it's five minutes to leave your property. What are you talking well, about? Not, not no, stop. <laughs> not just to get to your five, front gate, it's you know. five minutes to get. The, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, not that. Not quite five. Maybe two. <laughs> two minutes. No. Uh, um, you know, oh, we need jalapenos. So I go. I went to Gelson's. Which is our grocery, one of our grocery stores, mm-hmm. and I literally emptied out the tray. Mm-hmm. I might have got, man, I probably had two hundred jalapenos, and they used every last one. <laughs> it's a good life. Last fifty years have been good years, hockey. Well, I would say the last fifty has been good years, but the I would more. I would probably say the last. 30. Have been great ones. Have been great years. <laughs> yeah, right? right. Yeah, the 30 has been great. Good years. First, now sprinkle in some dough. First 20, eh. Sprinkle in. Spr- no, you know what you do? You sprinkle in that yeast that you always talk about, then watch it rise, and then uh, then those next 30 are pretty good. I'm trying 30. I'm trying to get another 50. Oh, you're saying from now? Yes. 50. You sure you want that? 100%. Really? Yeah. Wow, yeah, I do. a lot. Teetering around like you're going to start walking I'm like you did in that video. Around. You're going to walk like you're going to be. Yes, you're going to be walking like you did in that video, but just on an everyday basis. So I'm going to be playing uh, not cornhole. What's the game that they play that that's like tennis, but it's not tennis. It's the smaller court. Pickleball. Pickleball. Yeah. So you pickleball. think I'm going to be playing pickleball yeah, down gonna, in <laughs> pickleball's too athletic for me at a hundred? What are you pickleball? <laughs> you're lucky if you got a shuffleboard out of me at a hundred. <laughs> but it was fun, man. I got a chance to see a lot of faces and Marcellus's and Coach Anthony Lynn, who was the head coach of the Chargers, who coached me in Dallas. Did Marcellus try to DJ? No, 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 no. Uh, he wasn't. I don't think he was in any shape to do any DJing. Of course not. I mean, that's just, you know, Raj Groves, our former producer on your show, my show in L.A., mm-hmm. Uh, Fakest, Mason, most made up names Mason in Ireland in L.A. Mason in Ireland, an institution in L.A. radio. You know, Travis Rogers, LZ. I mean, it was just on and on and on and on and on. Allen Robinson, a receiver from the Rams. First of all, Keith, may I say, given where you Mitch began, Richmond. Mitch, Mitch Richmond. Richmond Hall of Fame, NBA basketball Great player. player. I don't think he was in the top 50. Which is, he, like, if you want to make a championship team out of dudes who didn't make that NBA list, Mitch Richmond's probably my starting two guard. Yeah, Mitch was, Mitch was good. Great player. Two, great a, two-way player. I had a two-minute conversation with him. <laughs> Next thing you know, I was off and going somewhere else drinking. <laughs> well, listen, may I say that considering where you began, these, I mean, even without considering that, but especially considering that, congratulations on reaching 50, reaching 50 to the extent that you did especially in the life that you've led so far, and 50 more good ones for you, 50 more great ones for you. Um, 
I don't know, 50. I don't know what I'm going to do when I turn 50. Probably do a very small thing. I'll tell you why, because when I think about what that cost, Key, just now. Oh, God, stop. If anyone who's thinking about throwing a party like that for me, don't do it. I don't want to pay for it. I don't want to pay for it. Oh, God, Max, stop being cheap. I can't help it. It's not being cheap. It's, oh, my God. But listen, you can't take it with you, as you said, and and that's a very good way to live. Look, um, in an exclusive interview with Yahoo Sports, James Harden is going to take a little less with him. He told Chris Haynes that he had conversations with Daryl Morey and, quote, it was explained how we could get better and what the market value was for certain players. I told Daryl, improve the roster, sign who we needed to sign, give me whatever is left over. This is how bad I want to win. I want to compete for a championship. That's all that matters to me at this stage. I'm willing to take less to put us in a position to accomplish that. What does that say about Harden, Key? Well, he's, just, he's trying to st- think he wants to change the narrative, shape it a little bit. And some things have become more important to him than, you know, a bunch of money. His lifestyle is not going to change, Max. He's still going to be able to live the same lifestyle. But now that lifestyle feels a whole lot better when you have a ring. You know, you, you, you get a chance to talk about what it's like to win and not just listen to everybody else tell you what it's like to win. And I think that that is where his mindset is at. He realizes Okay, if I if I give up a little bit, maybe I can gain a lot. You know, I, I have a question about this. For a competitive athlete, championship was very important to you, obviously. Once you got that, you were good. Oh, right? I was good, 100%. You, you could die happy eventually, right? You got oh. your championship. Yep, now, 50 more years. 50 more, another 50 years. But why, why stop at 50? So, but here's the thing that I, that I struggle with here. Okay, ready? You can call me cynical, but I talk to a lot of athletes and – It seems to me most athletes would give up about 5% of their career earnings if it meant they could have won a championship. Now, understand when you're dealing with these numbers, 5% could be a lot of money. But it it also occurs to me, Key, take the NBA. The NBA is is an athletic competition, no doubt. It's also a TV show. NFL, it's a TV show. The NFL is the most popular TV show in the country by far. In the NFL, you get paid for it to be on this very popular TV show. An even more popular TV show is the NFL postseason. But for that, you get paid a lot less. Now, if someone came to me and said, Max, do you want to be on a popular TV show and make a whole lot more? Or an even more popular TV show and make a whole lot less? That ain't a hard decision for me. What, are you kidding? You could save that more popular stuff. Long, you know, if I'm getting paid 10 times, what literally 10 times. for the. So how much key is, does it, how much in an athlete's mind... I'll ask you about your own personal experience. Are you thinking, man, I'm just a competitor, and, if I, and I need to win this championship? And how much of your brain is going, yo, don't be a sucker. They're, letting you meet, they're, they're running this game on me like that's what I'm supposed to be worried about. I'm not trying to give up money to be on a more popular TV show. What phase of the game are we talking about, though? Are we talking about early stages of your career, mm. middle, late stages? It all just depends. You know, when you're young, it's all about the money. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I could try to accomplish the ring at the same time. But then as I start to get into the middle parts of it, the money becomes less important. Because you got and it And the popular show becomes more. So it all depends on who you are. Me personally, I came in on the popular show. Mm-hmm. Right? I was the number one overall guy. I was already the guy, the man, the commercials, tennis shoes, signature shoes, blah, 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 blah. Money on and off the field. Then eventually it was like, you know what? I'm going to get my money, but I'm going to get my next contract. I'm going to get my money anyway. But 
I also want to try to chase a championship. So now it's like, okay, well, Tampa's going to give you the money and you got a chance to win a championship. Good deal. Then when you get older, it's like you come here, you can win another title, you take a little less money. Okay, no problem. You go to Dallas and Carolina. It does. So it sounds to me like the short answer is if you want what you don't already have. When you enter the league, you don't have the dough. Now you, and that's the most important thing because that's not just how you feel about stuff. That's you taking care of your family, generations before you, and generations to come. So the money is the most important thing early on for obvious reasons. But, and you don't have it yet. Then after a while, you got the money. Now, now what don't you have? I don't have the championship. Now is where you start to sacrifice some of that money for that thing that you'll never have a chance at again. Because the, the career is fleeting and, the cha- and you have one shot at winning that championship before you're done. That does make sense to me. Um, Key, you know what it's time for right now? No, but you're going to tell me. Two-a-days. It's two-a-day time. Uh, we're going to do the Raiders right now. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's go to the Eastern Conference, to the AFC West. This is ESPN Radio's NFL Two-a-Days, the Las Vegas Raiders. This had been building for quite some time, and it stems back to Devontae Adams' unhappiness with Green Bay and the way that they treated him during this contract negotiation. Tampa Bay went all in with Tom Brady. They won the Super Bowl. The Rams went all in. They won the Super Bowl. I'm not predicting the Raiders win the Super Bowl, but they're going all in. This is an offensive coordinator's dream. This is going to be fun to watch, and the Las Vegas Raiders are going to be a very difficult offense to Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Jay's got the day off. Key and me holding it down. We're talking about the Las Vegas Raiders. Still a little bit of a mouthful for me to say Las Vegas Raiders. Like I'm still thinking L.A. Raiders, let alone Oakland. Now, now Vegas. Um, the Raiders did trade for Devontae Adams in the offseason, Key. Does this make them... And they bring in Chandler Jones. Was it Chandler Jones to go with Max Crosby? What am I thinking of? Yeah. Yeah, Chandler, Chandler Jones. Jones. Yeah, of course. To go with Max Crosby. That's pretty good on either side of the defensive line. Does this make them legit Super Bowl contenders this year? I don't know if they're Super Bowl contenders. I think they they first got to be divisional contenders. Mm-hmm. And Tough then division. we'll worry about the Super Bowl. They got a good team. Um, good quarterback, good running back, good receiver, skill position. Wall, D- Darren Waller, you mentioned Crosby. They need to sure up the defensive side of the ball, in particular their secondary. Their secondary was hot garbage in the past. They never yeah. could get it right. See, now, Key, that's what I'm looking at. When I look at them, I think what you call the snap, crackle, and pop stuff, and it's important on the defensive line because that can make your secondary better just because it gets pressure on the quarterback. He has less time to throw. And they got Crosby and they got Chandler Jones. When I look at that secondary, I think that's what's stopping me from really believing in them as Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders just yet. I think they're going to make some noise. I think they're going to shock a few people here and there. But the Kansas City Chiefs, until they lose, they're going to run the division. Mm -hmm. And then the Chargers probably is the, the most talented team in the entire division. And I know it's not the league, I, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably. I, I, I got to look at it because I think New Orleans is a talented team too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know in the division they are the Chargers, and I know it make James cringe, but that's the reality of it. I agree. Look, I, I, I'm exactly with you there. I will take the Chiefs until someone shows otherwise, right? But damn, those Chargers look good. I mean, they look pretty top to bottom, and and. 
you know, they went and got Rashawn Slater to protect Justin Herbert. They already had mm-hmm. the receivers. They didn't have to bring in anyone the way, like, Cincinnati's passed on Penny Sewell to bring, you know, Joe Burrow, his guy, and Jamar Chase. But the Chargers already had that, you know? So they yeah, they got, that in, they got that in Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. They, you're right. They got two guys, Keenan Allen especially, but Mike Williams can ball too. So they could go get him protection, Rashawn Slater. And they got, they got another lineman in this draft, didn't they? I'm trying yeah. to remember. Yeah, the, the, the Chargers are loading up on the offensive line now. The one that you don't seem to believe in is the Broncos. But, and I'm with you. I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders either. But, you know, the Broncos, they were decent. They were solid without a quarterback. Now they got a quarterback. What about the Raiders compared – even if you like the Chiefs and the, and, and the Chargers more, and I understand why, what about the Raiders compared to the Broncos? I think the Raiders are a little bit better than the Broncos. I think Derek Carr is a little bit better than Russell Wilson. The receivers obviously speak for himself. Uh, Cortland Sutton and that crew is not Devontae Adams and that crew. The defensive side of the ball for Denver is supposed to be the strength of that team. We'll see. Um, new head coach where you have Josh McDaniels as a head coach before in Denver, matter of fact, and now he's a head coach again. So his second time around tend to be – better sometimes to these coaches in their first time around. So we'll see what that is like. And I just I know Russell Wilson's a great player and and most likely gonna be in the Hall of Fame. But at the end of the day, I don't think that the Denver Broncos were Russell Wilson away from going to the Super Bowl. I just looked it up. Of course it was Zion Johnson who's a who's a real good guard at Boston College or you know and and like real good. <laughs> yeah, they're loaded. It was Zion Johnson, one of those guys I was thinking, if he slips in the draft, could the Giants pick him up too? He didn't slip in the draft. He went in the, right in the middle of the first round. Ooh, it's going to be a lot for the Chargers uh, and the Chiefs. It looks like the two heavyweights at the top. But hey, you, you said something quickly there. I don't want to rush past, Key. You said Derek Carr is a little better than Russell Wilson. Now, I wouldn't say that's controversial exactly, but I imagine most people would have Russell Wilson ahead of Derek Carr. In other words... Russell Wilson would, I think, appear on most everyone's top 10 list, and I would guess Derek Carr would appear on some, but maybe be just outside the top 10 on others. But you said definitively they have a better quarterback, the Raiders and the Broncos. I think they do. Mm-hmm. But What do you like me. more about Carr? I, I just, I don't know. I, I think he's underrated. He's always been one of my favorites, you know, back to the Jack Del Rio days. Um but I think he's underrated. Wait, wait, Keith, stop right there because that's interesting to me. When Carr was young, I thought he was really good. He then he had some young. years. That, yeah, I, I know. I mean, when he first entered the league, but you know what I mean. But then when he went, he had some flat years where I was not impressed, and it may have been more the team around him. I admit, even as I was critical of him, I'm not paying super close attention to that team. They were hot garbage. But you said from the beginning, and when I hear you, when I hear an elite receiver who's also a champion say and could put the eyeballs on a quarterback and say I always really thought he was great from the beginning and never got off that what when you put your eyes on him do you see why do you say that about him well I think one he's very he's very mobile he can run around his his arm strength is is better than what you probably give him credit for his accuracy has gotten better over time and he's just I mean everything about him feels good to me. I mean, everything just felt good from day one when he was a potential Super Bowl, not Super Bowl, I'm sorry, a potential MVP candidate until he got hurt the year that they played the Texans in the uh, Deshaun Watson first playoff game when they lost to the Texans. 
He just everything was just perfect about this particular quarterback. Yeah, you. I think I think I understand. He's not short. He's like big to play the like six three. He's mobile. He's got an arm. He's got accuracy, and he's yes. de- and he developed the way you like to see quarterbacks develop. Exactly. Year over year, got better and better and better. Um, and uh, so, so like to, to to especially given the quarterbacks you played with, you must be looking at Derek Carr. Oh, if I had a guy like that, like that's how a quarterback's supposed to look. He checks all the boxes. Still, I, I wonder how many people believe. Well, you should throw it open to the calls. Eight 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 say ESPN seven two nine three seven seven six. Who's better, Derek Carr or Russell Wilson? He says Derek Carr definitively better than Russell Wilson. Most I, people are going to say Russell Wilson because yeah. they look at the Super Bowl and the you know his marriage to a superstar. And all, I just and see they get his caught up. They get caught up in that and it allows it. It sways their opinion about who a quarterback tell you, or who a person is. Let me tell you what I do. I see a guy who until this year never had a losing season. His only season under double digit wins in his entire career. He won nine games before this season. And I think the number one thing that correlates to that, other than maybe the head coach, is the quarterback. So, I, like, for a dude to – for his, never to have a losing season until this year, unless he really fell off, to me that means a lot. You know, that's Russell Wilson. That means a lot. But 888-729-3776, 888-SAY-ESPN. Who'd you rather have, Carr or Russ? And what should we expect from episode one of The Captain tonight? We'll talk about that next. Keyshawn J. Willem X on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Uh-uh. Vern in Chicago, you're always Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. What's up, fellas? Max, you my guy. But right now, I'm trying to figure out what planet you on right now with that comment. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. No, he's not just the crazy fan at the Nick game, everybody. He's one of the greatest film directors who ever lived. And let me just tell you something real quick, Key, as we introduce Spike Lee. I was interviewed as part of the... Um, Colin Kaepernick doc that that Spike made and even something as simple as sitting down for an interview with a documentary I didn't know what to expect as I never worked with Spike before it's different than just being involved in another documentary the way he sets it up and I don't know even Spike if you're aware of it there are little details the way you ask the questions the things you have the interview subject do that other documentary filmmakers, they don't do. Are you even aware that you're doing something differently, or is it just, it just that's the way you do things? Well, first of all, good morning. Good morning to you. Morning. How you doing? All right. Well, I, I found that I have an advantage because people, when you're interviewing people that don't know you, it's hard to get them to, you know, give it up. So you already know me 
from my films. They think they're familiar with me, so I'm not a stranger. So people more receptive to the questions. And you really have to make the people being interviewed make them feel at home or at ease, or they're not going to give you what you need. And so you don't, if you don't get the good interviews, you're not, you're not going to have a good documentary. So I try to make people be at ease, you know, have some humor, some laughs. Then we get into the, you know, what I, what I need, but I don't want to, I don't, from the get go, from the jump, you know, I got to, we, we talk a little bit. You know, have people get seized. Also, you gave you gave a great interview too. So thank you, thank. You. Now, listen, Key. Even like, because I, I went to see, she's got to have it in the movie theater when it came out. Ooh, this is pre nineteen eighty six and ninety six, and and this is how racist without even 86. without even realizing the press, they don't even know when they're be, when they're being this way back then, especially. But I read a review. As far as I'm concerned, Eddie Murphy has a little brother. So I'm like, oh, Eddie Murphy, I got to go. This guy's like Eddie Murphy. I got to go run out and see this. And I, I left the theater going, well, he's a genius, but he's nothing like Eddie Murphy. I think back then you just saw well, a black dude all, making movies. I, I so. don't know about that genius thing, but also. No, maybe come on, Spike. But, listen, but Max, listen to this, though. The Eddie Murphy thing was little. After She's a Habit, I was called and written about as the black Woody Allen. Yeah, and Martin Scorsese. That just means not the tallest dude in the world or the girthiest, like you know, but but the but you know, but a dude with glasses out of New York who makes films, an ethnic guy, and Jewish, Nick Italian, Bill, black, I mean, yeah. and Nick man too. So Woody at, at that time was also he never missed a Nick game. All right, Spike Lee is the executive producer of The Captain. I'm very much lo- much looking forward to this. The story of Jeter, Derek Jeter's life and career. Episode one premieres tonight simultaneously on ESPN and ESPN Plus at 10 p.m. After the Home Run Derby, the docu-series directed by Randy Wilkins includes seven episodes with weekly drops on Thursday. Why do you think Jeter was ready to told, tell his story now, Spike? Well, he was, he wanted to, you know, it's been a minute since he played. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't given a lot of stuff up while he's playing. But, you know, he has a family, and you just, you know, you get retrospective. And so I want, I want to give a shout-out to, to, to Randy Wilkins, who directed this. Did a great job. And Randy was one of my former students at NYU Graduate Film School, where I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a tenured professor. So Jeter asked me, and... I just can do it because I was, you know, had the Kaepernick thing that we're still working on. But I said, I got the guy, Derek. And everybody's, you know, very happy, including Derek with the job that Randy Wilkins did. Spike, how much was uh, Jeter willing to share, you know, obviously about his personal life? Because, you know, everybody wants to know personal life. No, he gave it up. He gave it up. He gave it up. You'll see. Tonight, after the first episode, tonight after the home run derby joint. So, nah, gee, I mean, there's stuff that I didn't even know. So, he was, he was, Jeter, he gave it up. And I never have had him talk about him being, you know, biracial too. So, and, and the effect it had him growing up in Kalamazoo. So, he gave it up. You'll see. That's interesting. No one really, everyone's, it's almost taboo. Like, the people don't want to go there because Jeter was very kind of non-controversial and, and he was a kind of symbol of inclusiveness, be, partly because of the biracial thing, but it also became a subject 
people, for that reason, they wanted to act as though we're post-racial and not to get into it. Mm -hmm. And yet it was interesting. He used to spend summers with his grandmother, who was white, in Jersey. And that's how he became a Yankees fan, because she was a big Yankees fan. And he wound up playing shortstop and winning all those championships with the Yankees. Yeah. I mean, we have have this footage, photographs of, you know, as a kid, he has Yankee banners up in his... uh, this is his bedroom, you know, so uh, it's, a, it's a Hollywood script. It's a Hollywood script. Hollywood script. Spike, let's let's move on to some other subjects that uh, – Uh-oh, you know, here one, it comes. One of the reasons the they called you – blue, huh? One of the reasons they called you the Woody Allen or the black Woody Allen back then, which uh, – although, Spike, you don't want that nowadays. He was a great filmmaker then, but you don't want that nowadays. But anyway, how much should the Knicks be willing to part with to land Donovan Mitchell? Well, let's, let me say something first. We had the opportunity to draft Don <laughs> We had the opportunity to draft him. But we had to move forward, onward and upward. And uh, we got a ton of picks. And so if I was one of them to draft the next Donovan Mitchell, Spike? <laughs> if I was, the, you know, I think we got to keep RJ and then see what they're going to do, what picks they want. And, you know, they're going to want some other players too. So, you know, Danny Ainge, Boston Celtic, but he could do us a solid. He's <laughs> in the business of doing us any favors. So, Spike, can Donovan Mitchell yeah. can, can Donovan Mitchell get the Knicks a championship? Keyshawn, how are you doing, my brother? <laughs> man, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, I'm, I got a little voice going on from my I had my 50th birthday party on uh City. On All right, congratulations, F I D D Y. Well, here's the thing, though, Keyshawn, and you know. Getting Donovan Mitchell is not gonna we're not does not make us a made championship team right away, but it's it's it'll, it'll put us in a better position to win and who knows what other pieces I don't I hate that word pieces when you're talking about human beings, but what other players that we could add we're gonna have another championship for I take my last breath. I'm 65. You got, to, you got to, to live to see one, Spike. What are you talking? Almost 50. I never seen it. Never. Well, I was there May 8th, 1970, Game Seven. I was there. I was 13 years old. But we're gonna get another one, Spike. I, I heard, just have I have faith. I heard Jonah Hill, the actor, on Howard Stern. Howard asked him. Who's the greatest director you ever worked with? And Jonah Hill came out like a shot. Martin Scorsese. And Howard said, why? Jonah Hill told him. I saw this on Instagram Reels, I think. And, and, uh, and uh, How, he, Jonah Hill told him, you know, Howard's into chess. He said, uh, he said uh, Matt, think about the problem solving that goes into that, but like speed chess. And that Martin Scorsese can figure, he closes his eyes and figures out problems and how to resolve them at a profound level in like a matter of moments. Boom, and then he goes. And I imagine you're someone like that, too. When you watch Spike Lee films, it was obvious from the first film. This guy no, is just I mean, different. Look, There's no one yeah. of the greatest. So, so are you, I'm, I'm just happy that, that, you know, he's a friend of mine, and uh, he's helped me a lot in my uh, 
films. In fact, he was going to do Clockers with De Niro, and then he went to do Casino instead, and he said, Spike, do Clockers for me. So Martin's one of my guys. I could imagine. Another another NYU grad. Yeah, I'm mentioning the great filmmakers of the era. Even if you think Martin Scorsese is one, you can call him Jordan, so you are at least Drexler. Like, what are you, downplaying Spike Lee? Listen, the point is this. I'm not saying who's who. I'm just saying that you're both great. Um, he's doing that stuff. You're doing that stuff. The Knicks don't have someone like that running the show. There's no Spike Lee figuring out problems and you know on the fly and making you know jazz out of it. This is not what the Knicks have given the, the city of New York in the last 50 years, well, Spike. Well, I wouldn't use the comparison of cinema with, with basketball. Mm-hmm. But I'm back – Everything you say is true, but I have the utmost belief that one glorious day mm. we will have our third NBA championship. By hook or crook, luck, it's going to happen. The next thing out of his mouth is going to be, I've been I to know. the mountaintop, Key. I might not get there with you. <laughs> I know, Key. I can't see you with my x-ray vision, Key. I know you're making faces. You already know I am. I'm just like, I was about to say Spike. Hey, let's talk about your Lakers. Can we talk about your Lakers? Wait, I was going to say this. We'll have 10 more championships probably before the Knicks get another one. That's not even exaggeration. Ten. Spike, it's not. when I was a kid, the, the Knicks you, were on ten. two, the Lakers were on six, the Lakers are on 17, the Knicks are still on two. They might get 11. So how, let me ask, so you, you're going to, the Lakers are going to win more championships without LeBron? Well, Here's what I'm going to say. They did it LeBron without Magic, got a without couple Kareem, years. without Kobe, without Shaq. He got a couple more years to go. He'll probably be able to get one out of the next several years. And then from there, as you well, know. Well, how many years is several? I would probably say he got four years left. And three of those four are going to be dynamic years. And we yeah, probably can well, you still. Got one of those, one, you, what happens with, he wants to play with his son, no doubt, right? Yeah, but that, I mean, yeah, but okay, so that's at the end, though. But that's the end, Spike. I'm just guessing, but I, he'll lead the Lakers to play at this son. Spike, you so, got to pick a fight with a Clippers fan or something. Like, it, this is a losing not gonna happen. If you're a Yankees, if you're if you're a Yankees fan, you could talk to anyone. If you're a Knicks fan, you just can't say anything. Like, what can you do? You're going to argue with Key about the Lakers? What can we do? He's – he said they're going to win 10 more in the chance for the Knicks win one. He's being generous to, to us or what? to you. I'm not a Lakers I'm, I'm a Lakers fan. All right. No, you're not. This you ain't the, with us, Max. I'm trying sure to am. No, you, I'm you, the you mayor of Spike, Lakersville. both New Yorkers. <laughs> Spike's bringing it out of me. Going? Gee, where's Golden State going? They ain't going nowhere, but we going to get stronger. We going to be all right. Spike Lee, the great Who's Spike the GM? Lee. Man, stop, man. Don't worry. Don't don't listen to the media spike telling you hey, yeah. that Rob Palinka ain't That's pulling no strings. Don't don't do that. Not, and also, Spike, don't come on here with that false modesty about you as a filmmaker. Knock that off. I'm gonna put you on a lie detector test next time. The great Spike Lee, ladies and gentlemen, one of the all time greats. Thanks, Spike. Uh thank you guys for having me. Uh, Yankees right. are killing it. They are killing it. Until they get to the killing postseason. Twenty-seven chips. All right, coming yeah, up. Yeah, we in nineteen thirty-two. Last one was in 09. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, 
happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Key, Spike Lee, we just had him on. I'm telling you, I remember watching, going to the movie theater Delirious, watching. Delirious Spike Lee? Huh? Delusional, I'm sorry. Delusional, Delusional likely. Well, look, the funny thing is yeah, you, right? you told Spike, <laughs> you told Spike just now, the Knicks, the, the, the Lakers might win 10 championships before the Knicks win another one. Here's what's crazy about you saying that. You're like being tongue-in-cheek, but literally, the Knicks were on two championships when I was a little kid, okay? None in my lifetime, but they'd won two. The Celtics were like the Yankees. They had, they had the most by far. They had 13. And the Lakers had six. They were in second place, but the Celtics more than doubling them. And I remember as a little kid, and the Knicks drafted Patrick Ewing, and I'm like, okay, here we go. We're going to make up ground on the, Celt- on, on the Lakers. And by the time I'm a, an adult, maybe they'll be gaining on the Celtics. Since that time, the Lakers, they haven't won 10 championships. They won 11, and the Knicks are still sitting on two. If you would have said that same thing back then, you'd have been underselling the Lakers. They won 11 to zero. To zero. Yeah. I, I wanted to ran out of time. I wanted to tell Spike Lee to turn his tickets in and stop all that misery that he has to put himself through every year. It's the worst. It's just the worst. Ale- the Lakers. Yeah, he should. He should have been talking to a Clipper. He was talking to me. I was getting ready to roast him. I know. I try to tell Knicks fans if you are getting into an argument with a Lakers fan, just shut up. You got nothing to say. If it's a Clippers fan, go ahead, talk away. Whatever. Yeah, no one cares about the Clippers. Yeah, you never won a championship, blah, 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 blah. What are you possibly going to say to a Lakers fan? Because he could, you could say, well, when LeBron leaves, well, look, when, when Kareem left, when he retired, when Magic retired, when Shaq retired, when Kobe retired, never stopped them from winning championships. Or, or better, yeah, I, was, I tell Spike, we, we got more, we, we have more, championship losses than the Knicks do wins. You've had more championship you've had you played more championship games that you haven't even won. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Championship losses than the Knicks have wins. I'm trying to think 
you have more championship series wins than the Knicks have finals championship games wins. Many more. Because mm-hmm. the Knicks have won eight finals games when they won the two championships. They won three with that Patrick Ewing team. And how many did they win? One or two with the other team that Patrick Ewing got hurt. So eight, 11. They got 12 or 13 championship game wins. The Lakers yeah, got you, 17 series only wins. Thing, only thing New York has is the Yankees over my Dodgers to a yeah. degree. Yankees and, is and, it. And the, and the Rangers and maybe the Islanders over yeah. the Kings. Yeah, yeah kind of. Uh, Keyshawn J. Will and Max back in moments. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Alan Hahn. Yes. We have room out west with the Lakers. We don't, that's not, we, we attract stars. And Mitch, he turns uh, French when he talks about the Lakers. It's always we. We, we. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Home run derby tonight, Key. Coverage on ESPN Radio starts at 8 p.m. Eastern. Good field. By the way, if you're in your car, you got to run errands, you're going here, you're going there, it's the summer. Turn on ESPN Radio, tune us in. You get the home run derby coverage. Pete Alonzo's the back-to-back champ, reigning champ, reigning and defending, back-to-back. The Mets' first baseman, he broke uh, – Aaron Judge's rookie home run record, like the year after Judge said it. I guess he hit 53 that year because Judge had 52 the previous year. Kyle Schwarber of the Phillies, Corey Seager of the Rangers now. Juan Soto of the Nationals just turned down a big deal. He's probably going to get dealt. Uh, Ronald Acuno of the of the Braves. Julio Rodriguez of the Mariners. Jose Ramirez of the, I still have to get used to saying, Cleveland Guardians. And Albert Pujols is in the home run derby for the Cardinals. Who are you picking to win? You got, you got a pick here? I would probably go just because it's his last hurrah, Albert Pujols. That's interesting. That'd be fun if Pujols would win it. But Alonzo's favored because he, like, takes it seriously. He thinks it's, like, a big deal to win the home run derby. He prepares for it, the whole thing. So I think he's the favorite. But, uh, I I mean, to me, if it's a home run derby and Aaron Judge isn't in it, all right, have your nice little home run derby. But the dude, like, when you think home run in Major League Baseball, you think Aaron Judge. If he ain't in it. Uh, I guess Pete Alonso could win it again. Why not? Maybe, you know who maybe? Maybe Juan Soto, just because maybe he wants his name out there a little more. They offered him $400 million plus, but it's $29 million a year in change, and Man, he probably I wants 40 in damn, change. I don't give a damn. 
I don't give a damn, Max. If I'm if I'm if I'm him though, I'll be like, yep, give me the same deal, but chop off a bunch of years to make the average annual higher. I don't care about that. He's so young all, though. Give me all that. He's so young. He's gonna get paid again if he if he yeah. does a shorter deal. Chad I, in I, Florida has something to say to chance. us, Key. What you got, Chad? Morning, fellas. Good morning, yeah. Chad. Um, I I just want to say I will take Russell Wilson any day over Derek Carr. Mm. And um, it's just for me, it's easy. It's just the eye test. He's just a better quarterback to me. And I want to ask you guys a question. The Broncos won seven games with average quarterback play. You guys don't think Russell Wilson can come in and add another one, two, three? I think he can. I think they'll win nine, ten games. What do you think, Keith? I'm saying you, where's, you where's don't, no, you don't, where's, you don't, you don't, where, where's no offense? Well, okay, no offense. No offense was a good piece to uh, the puzzle, but you got Albert O. You, you, you drafted Dolchitz from UCLA. They got hella weapons, man. Not to, not to mention what Russell Wilson brings to the running game. Right, I believe the Broncos should be going to be top five. Uh, Listen, let's do a little lightning round to close the show. Ronald in Florida, go. Okay, dude. Not only do I think Derek Carr is better than Russell Wilson right now, I think Derek Carr is going to take the MVP from um, Aaron Rodgers this year as well. What? Well, you got Devontae Adams. A lot of Russell got a lot of haters, I got to say. Uh, Donovan, no, it, ain't, it ain't hate. It's just fact. Okay, but I'm saying people like he, he, he has, there's a real polarity there. Some people think he's great. Some people think he's totally overrated. I don't think we know what that word is. You just use Max, but it's okay. Yeah, you know, po- you know, like when they say he's polarizing, opposite eye, opposite sides. Know your audience, son. Know your Don- audience. Uh, listen, we have, we have to raise raise the audience up. Donovan in Dallas, you're on with Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Hey, what up, Max? What up, Key? What's going on? Hey, I was just calling to say, Keys, I actually see your point with Derek Carr being arguably better than Russell Wilson. However, me being an ex-football guy myself, the eye test just don't lie. Russ clearly brings things to the table. That Derek Carr can provide for you. Twenty on seconds, the Key. What do you think? Level. What do you think, Key? I couldn't hear him because it was breaking up. All right. Well, he thinks the <laughs> eyeball test. Russ. Russ has it. He brings things that uh, that are different. Keyshawn J. Willemax. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All right, Key. Go get some. Oh no, you got first take. Then after. Man, first I gotta take, go. I gotta. Go I gotta. I gotta work, man. You all gotta work. Greeny is next. We're back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.